Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. afternoon friends david anderson live right here in the nation's capital how in the world are you today well wherever you are in your kitchen in your car maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me uh, on my facebook live page at anderson speaks is the page uh thank you so much for tuning in there and of course on the most listened to christian talk station on the east coast second in the entire country WAVA 105.1 FM right out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the D.C., Maryland, Virginia metropolitan area. It also includes parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Of course, today is Marriage Monday, uh, one of our favorite days at the top of the week to talk about marriage. And so we're going to talk about that as well as uh, the way we roll throughout the week tomorrow, Tough Topic Tuesday, then Wisdom Wednesday, then Theological Thursday, and then Open Phone in Friday. So it's going to be a great week, and so I hope that you uh, tune in all week. And of course, I hope that you uh, realize that whenever it rains, it should remind you that it's possible you could get rain in your basement. And I am grateful to Best Buy Waterproofing, one of our advertisers who, uh, you know, they came out to our house, thought we were just going to get a backup battery generator. Turned out we had water that we didn't even know was hiding right up under the foundation there in the crevices. And so they've put out drains and everything. We're just so grateful. We, uh, we dodged a major bullet of having a flooded basement. So if you want a free inspection from this group right here, they will take care of you. Best Buy Waterproofing. Mr. Altman is the owner. He will, you know, take your phone call directly. So I just want to make sure uh, that you understand they're one of our advertisers. They sponsor us. And I want to make sure you know that they give us a $500 gift whenever they do business with one of my listeners, as well as giving you great discounts. So why don't you get a free inspection while you can at uh, 844-980-3707. That's Best Buy Waterproofing. They are our sponsor today. If you want more information, you can always go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. I'll give you the number one more time. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to talk about marriage, and specifically our topic today is marriage again. Yep. Can you marry again? If you do marry again, what are the challenges? Do you have them? And would you like to talk to me about it? Now, again, their phone number is 844-980-3707, bestbuywaterproofing.com. We're going to go to the Lord now, and then if you want to give me a call, my phone lines are open. My call screen is ready for you, 888-43-BRIDGE. That number is 888-43-BRIDGE. If you have questions about marrying again, 
and for some people, again and again, <laughs> okay, but uh, maybe you are in a blended family, maybe you're in a second or a third marriage, uh, maybe you're wondering, can you marry again, should you marry again, uh, what is it like to go beyond one marriage, maybe you are a widow or widower, maybe you're a divorcee, maybe you had an annulment back when you were 19, uh, when you got married there in Vegas, whatever it may be. Uh, the reality is we have to think through sometimes what is it like to meet again, to date again, uh, and uh, maybe to love again. If you want to talk to me about it, again, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, my lines are open. Let's go to prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for today. Happy Monday, another day that we actually get to talk with one another and to learn uh, from you and from the Word of God. So we commit today's show over to you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, my number live in studio is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com, as well as embracegracism.com. Uh, those are two ways to get a hold of me, even off the air. But if you want to call me now, we're talking about marriage. It's Marriage Monday. Uh, if you have a question about marrying again, or if you're already in another marriage, you've been married before, uh, and you have some challenges and questions you want to ask me about, I can give you some of my thoughts from Scripture and also some of my thoughts from uh, maybe walking with others. I've only been married once. Amber and I have been married now uh, for, you know, uh, almost, almost 27 uh, years. So I've only been married to one. My mom's been married to two. Uh, my dad passed away when I was 21 years old. Uh, and then she remarried uh, a man whose wife had passed after they had been married for 39 years. And uh, so mom remarried Reverend Jackson. And they were married for beyond 20 years, I believe it was. So, uh, you know, I don't have the experience of being married two or three times. I do have the experience of having sort of two dads, if you will. Uh, my first and biological dad, the one I love and grew up with until I was an adult. Uh, and then even as an adult, having sort of a second dad, a new dad, a stepdad, whatever words we use and labels we use, it's different. Uh, does, you know, it's just different. You relate differently. And, uh, you know, so some of you probably have experiences where you have children uh, that, uh, you know, you're dating somebody or you're married to someone, they have children from another. Uh, and, you know, now you become the stepdad or the stepmom. Maybe you had kids yourself. Now you're blending them together. All kind of challenges come with that as well. And so if I can help you, if you want to talk about it, go through it. Uh, we'll be happy uh, to do that. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, see, uh, you know, on my screen here, but instead of me taking the call right now, let me run to my commercial break. And as soon as I get back, I'm going to start taking your call. So go ahead, get in where you fit in right now. Give me a call. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? 
How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. into your basement and there was that smell you weren't quite sure what it was mold mildew cracks or blistered paint in your walls well listen you need to call best buy waterproofing they'll come by give you a free inspection and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home they have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844 844- 980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I got a few shout-outs. Shout-out to uh, Montrell at uh, KNG, manager over there. Thanks a lot for always hooking me up with some good clothes. And Daryl Musgrove and Bonita Lucas, thank you for your uh, financial gifts to the ministry here uh, to keep Real Talk on the air. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And on my Facebook page, uh, Andrew Carey, big shout-out. Andrew Altman, good shout-out to him from uh, Best Buy Waterproofing. And uh, Wahili Battle, thank you so much, uh, as well as uh, Sherry McPherson, and Linda Genti Iskerzak. Thank you so much, and the rest of you who are there as well. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking on this Marriage Monday about marriage again? That's right. Any questions or concerns or challenges with multiple marriages, if you want to talk to me about it or maybe ask me a question or think through with me uh, the dating thing again, <laughs> uh, give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to our first call in Landover, Maryland, with Aisha, who's on the line. Hi, Aisha. How are you today? 
Did I say your I'm name doing right? Well in yourself. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How yes, do you sir. say your name? Did I say it right? It's Aisha. Aisha. Okay, I did pretty well with that. So tell me, Aisha, what is your comment or question? My question is, as believers, we um we're actually supposed to do things God's way. Mm-hmm. And what God says about divorce is, is that we're not to remarry unless that spouse dies mm-hmm. or unless we are reconciled back to our very first spouse. Right. So Unless they marry again. Right. I mean, yes, unless you were reconciled back to our mm-hmm. first spouse, the person that we originally married. If we um, but if they marry, marry if they marry again, just to be clear, if they marry again and then get divorced, uh, you shouldn't remarry them back, according to some of the Old Testament rules. But we're living in both Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah, I'm just God, add, yeah, I'm just God adding that to what you're saying. Yep, I'm just I'm just adding that to what you're saying. That's all. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I'm just trying to find out. A lot of people want to get remarried, mm-hmm. but don't see it as the word says. If you marry somebody else while that spouse is alive, you're considered committing adultery. Yeah. So how does that work? I mean, I've never been married before. Sure. But I see a lot of people saying, "Well, it's okay. It's okay." There's a lot of there's a lot of people that actually have a problem with it because of Jesus's words. It says, you know, if you marry somebody who uh, is divorced, they're still married in God's eyes, and so therefore you're committing adultery. And those were those were Jesus's words. Uh, there are a lot of people who agree with that. There's some people that would kind of disagree with that, and then there are some that would say it depends on the circumstances. So I would say it depends on the circumstances. Why? Because Jesus gives us uh, some exceptions here. The word of God gives us some exceptions. For instance, one exception, Jesus says in Matthew 5, is uh, adultery. So if you're married to somebody, Aisha, and they commit adultery, you can stay with them. You can forgive them and, and move on. That'd be awesome. And I think that's what God's desire would be. But if they do break that marital commitment, and commit adultery, you do have the right to let them go. And if you do, uh, then that would be a, a biblical exception or reason for divorce. Now, I just want to make, make sure that people who are listening to me don't think, my spouse committed adultery, I can go get a divorce now. But what I am saying is if your spouse commits adultery, continues to commit adultery, and they don't want to stay in the marriage, and they're just not being right, if you divorce them, uh, I do not believe God will ma- be mad at you. I believe he gives you a, a, a certificate to say, you know what? They broke the covenant. You can divorce. So there's, yeah. the, fir- there's the first exception. There's another exception as well found mm-hmm. in 1 Corinthians. And this is what they call abandonment. Uh, so adultery would be one. Mm-hmm. Abandonment would be a second reason. And uh, that reason is, let's say, Aisha, you're married to a guy. And um, let's say you get saved. And he doesn't. And you've been praying for him to get saved, but now he's turned on you and he's saying, you know what? I don't even want to be married to you. You love that Jesus. You like that church. I don't even want to be married to you. Get out of my face. And you try to stay some more. You try to stay some more, but he's making it hard. He finally says, listen, I don't want anything to do with you. The text actually teaches us that we're allowed as believers then to let that person go 
and no longer be bound in that relationship. Now, again, I I don't want people to hear me to say, listen, if your spouse is unsaved, you can leave them. (laughs) I'm not saying that. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure to give the biblical teaching of the two biblical reasons for divorce. Now, in our culture, Aisha, some have added some things. (laughs) Like some have said, Dr. Anderson, you give two A's, adultery and abandonment. But what about abuse? Now, what some people would say Mm. is abuse is another reason. But let me tell you how they justify it. They justify abuse by saying it's like abandonment. If a man is beating on Aisha, so Aisha's married, this dude is is beating on her, slapping her. She goes to the police. She does all these things, but he's just beating on her. Some would say, well, so Mm -hmm. what? It's not abandonment and it's not adultery she needs to go home and take it that's kind of old school chauvinism but new school folk would Mm -hmm. say no that may be abandonment too he's abandoned loving her and now he is mistreating her so he's emotionally abandoned her now again it's a bit of a stretch but like my friend tony evans would probably have that view of it and others would have that view of that is just another way of of cultural abandonment They didn't have it in the same way back there. They have it this way now. And so let's call that abandonment. I don't know what you think about that. But I think what's going on in our culture now is what is adultery really uh, because of the Internet? What is abandonment because of abuse? This is why personally as a pastor, I believe that uh, divorces should be done in a way where there has pastoral care. So the pastors in the church can kind of oversee the circumstances and the situation. I've been in situations where I've taken men in at 3 o'clock in the morning to get a woman out of a situation, and we have allowed her to be separated from uh, her spouse and then ultimately uh, to divorce uh, to save her life. But without pastoral care and without the discernment of the spirit, sometimes people don't know whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether they're allowed to or not. So I would say... Uh, add pastoral leadership to trying to look into the circumstance because it's somewhat situational. Does that make sense to you? It does. And I'm, I mean, you brought up adultery, uh, abandonment and abuse. And I, I mean, when it comes down to it, from what I know of the word, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you're committing adultery anyway, if you're not, even if you're not physically involved in it. Right. And I can understand the abandonment situation, but it also says if you being a saved one, you can sanctify your husband or your unsaved wife by not by words, but by action. Mm -hmm. So, but my thing is like a lot of people in the church, Yes, they get married for the wrong reasons. Yes, yes. But then they say, okay, because I can't fix this and we can't fix that, <laughs> yes. then I want to get a divorce. And yes. it doesn't say about, okay, anything about, okay, well, my heart has gotten hard towards them mm-hmm. or they cheated on me. It's just that we're not compatible or anything. So yeah. my thing is yeah. I understand and I respect the real reasons for divorce, yeah. but I'm still, like, wondering, okay, even with those and even with the the things that actually God can fix because we sure. can't fix those right. certain other little nicks and kinks, right. why would people feel that, okay, well, since this went wrong here, then I could just go get married again. Right. But God says, you know, if it's not a biblical reason, 
that you're getting a divorce, then yeah. if you choose to go get married again, you're committing adultery. Well, and here's because you're right. That first mm-hmm. marriage, I never ended it. You decided to end it. You know. Well, and that's so that's that's my thing. And I'm with you. A lot of people are getting divorced. Because, okay, well, I got married for the wrong reasons. Well, now I want to get married for the right reasons. Oh, well, I married this one for the wrong reasons. I'm like, okay, but you're just continuing to commit adultery. And people are like, well, they're trying to manipulate the words. They say, well, God said a man shouldn't be alone. I'm like, Mm. uh, hello? Can somebody give some answer to this? Because even women think that way, you know? And and this is why you have to have have pastoral (laughs) care over these situations because— Without having pastoral care, it, it, it there's a lot of circumstances that go on. And you're right. People left to their own are making their own decisions about compatibility. Like they're making decisions about who to marry. Now, even marrying someone, I think you ought to have pastoral care, premarital counseling. Because you may think this is the person for you, but it may not be. We, we need a confirmation. We need affirmation. We need prayer. We need insight. We need wisdom and discernment. And when you have pastoral care, it really, really helps. Uh, but you're right. People are just marrying because uh, she looks good. You know, he looks fine. I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm 40. I want to have a baby. I'm 35. You know, all of this other stuff. And so we, we take marriage into our own hands instead of saying, God, what you have joined together. You know, is, is the Lord joining them together? You're right, Aisha. And then what happens on the other side when it doesn't work out? Well, is God tearing it apart or are you tearing it apart? Let no man uh, tear asunder, uh, the scripture mm-hmm. says. And so, I mean, you're right on, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm right with you. Then the question becomes, should someone remarry? The same process of should someone marry, the same process of should someone get divorced is the same process I believe we should have should someone get remarried, and that is, pastoral care to help understand what the scriptures say, what the scriptures mean, and uh, what God is saying right now to that couple. And without that, I think people are like without a shepherd. And so without a shepherd, they're making all kinds of decisions. Boy, you've kicked my show off really well, Aisha. Thank you so very much, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Blessings. God be all the glory. Blessings. Hey, by the way. You have a blessing. I got a quick quick question before before I move on, what mm-hmm. about you and getting married? How old are you? Do you want to get married or do you want to stay single? What's in your heart these days? I'm 38. Um, That's a good age. I didn't know. I didn't know if I wanted to be married until God mm-hmm. revealed to me that that's part of his plan. Mm. So I'm just working on my purpose and trying right. to be the best mother I can be until he sends my husband. Wow. I believe I know who he is. But, Uh-oh. Um, you already know? You know, we. <laughs> I, I, God revealed him to me years ago. Oh, but wow. you know how we all, we, we have a spiritual and we have a natural. And mm. when we have so many people in our ears reminding of who the person used to be or whatever, mm. sometimes there's, okay, God, are you sure? Did you, did you, is that mm. me or is that you? So okay. I just decided to let go and let the man be like, look, if if, if I'm right, you mm. know where to find me. If I'm right. wrong, may God bless you anyway, you know? Wow. So um, okay. I just want God's will for my life and my children and anything outside of that, um, the birds can have it. <laughs> I heard that. I heard. Now, you said children, so you've already had kids, but you were never married? I was never married. All my children came 
to as a blessing to save my life, even though they came out of wedlock. Yes, sir. Mm, gotcha. Now, were if you? If I bel- didn't have my first, if I didn't have, if I didn't mm. have my first one, I would not be here right now. I heard if I didn't that. have my second one, I wouldn't be closer to God. If I didn't have my third one, a lot of hidden truths wouldn't have came about. So mm. it is well, and I can't complain. Well, you're seeing the goodness that comes out of of uh, even though it was out of wedlock and you know that probably wasn't the right thing to do god still used it to save you i think that's what happens with a lot of people who get married again i know a lot of people have been in a second relationship and they're like you know what it wasn't right but guess what god has used this second marriage to really save me and to bless me and so sometimes you just got to look at it as wow god's grace is just crazy sufficient Hey, listen, I got to run, Aisha. It is. I'm it coming is. right back, though. I'm running to my commercial Alrighty. break. God bless you. I'm coming right back. So, uh, Destiny, Juanita, hold on. This is Real Talk, and we're getting real right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The sound of angels the sound. Karen, you look fantastic. How did you lose all that weight? Did you hire a trainer or do some crazy shake diet? I wish there was something I could do to jumpstart my weight loss and feel better. There is. It's called intermittent fasting. Everyone's talking about it. The health benefits extend way beyond just losing weight. Check out the three-day fast start diet. You get all the benefits of intermittent fasting without fasting. Three days of delicious meals. That's it. It's so easy. I lost five pounds and feel fantastic. Wow. Wow, that sounds great. Is it expensive? No, not at all. I actually saved money doing it. To get started, just go to FastStartDiet.com and use the promo code WAVA to get $10 off your first box. And as a special bonus, you'll get a free bottle of Lipo 3, their number one rated appetite suppressant spray. That's a $29 value absolutely free. Just go to FastStartDiet.com now or find them on Amazon. Thanks so much. I'm going to try it. Active portrayal of a patient testimonial. A few years ago, I started noticing how quick my legs got tired, sore, and heavy feeling. I'm over 40, so I figured par for the course, right? But then my doctor told me about vein disease. Vein disease is more commonly recognized as those naughty, bulging varicose or spider veins. But you can still have it and not see the obvious signs. In fact, vein disease is typically undiagnosed and can be debilitating if left untreated. So I went to the specialist at Vein Clinics of America for a free evaluation. They've been successfully treating vein disease for over 35 years. One easy test, and they can tell you definitely whether you have it or don't. I did. Treatments were minimally invasive. It was covered by my insurance. And now my ugly varicose and spider veins are gone. Thanks to Vein Clinics of America, my legs feel years younger. And I'm able to wear shorts and skirts again. So call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-303-4141. That's 800-303-4141. 800-303-4141. Interest rates are rising. Central banks are tightening and the easy money party is over. Winter is coming, which is why thousands of copies of the highly anticipated book, Gold is a Better Way, have already been sold even before its official release on August 14th. In preparation for the coming economic crisis, Adam Barada, the author of Gold is a Better Way, is hosting a mega retirement webinar. Thousands will attend. During this live webinar, Adam will show you how to protect your retirement from the 10 biggest threats facing the market and the economy and how you can get the book 
book and free access to the Gold is a Better Way platform right now. This once-in-a-lifetime webinar is on August 7th. Plus, Adam is giving away $10,000 worth of gold to lucky attendees. Text GOLD to 49776 to claim your free ticket now. Get the insider information that could save your retirement just by texting GOLD to 49776. Text the word GOLD to 49776. Standard text and messaging rates apply. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. Yeah. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. A little groovy beat there just to keep you awake on this Monday. But I'm telling you, if you're listening to me and we're having a conversation, you're staying awake because we're talking about some real stuff here. It's Marriage Monday. We're talking about marriage again. That's the topic with a question mark. Uh, any questions or challenges with, uh, with multiple marriages? That's what we're talking about today. And boy, my Facebook is just moving here. I mean, like a couple of good questions on here. One is uh, young people getting married uh, because they don't want to have premarital sex. And uh, the one uh, lady uh, on my Facebook page says that uh, she knows two couples that have married for that reason, young couples, uh, because it says in the scripture, it's better to, to marry than to burn, you know, to burn with passion. Uh, that have been divorced within six years of getting married because they got married for the wrong reason. Or is it the right reason? Is it okay to marry someone because you are sexually attracted? You don't want to have premarital uh, sex because you want to save yourself for your your spouse. Uh, And then all of a sudden you're married to the spouse and uh, you realize, oh, my gosh, maybe I got married because, well, I was, uh, I guess you can't say the certain words. Uh, I was, uh, let's just say my appetite was, was great. Uh, there you go. So then when that appetite is, is uh, satisfied, uh, then the real you shows up and the real person shows up and the real couple now has to live real life once that appetite. So is that right or is that wrong? Again, I'm going to go back to situational uh, circumstances. Uh, it's going to depend on the couple. Uh, if it's strictly uh, marriage for uh, sexual gratification, I don't think that's the best way to handle it. Me as a pastor, I don't believe. Now, there's some old school pastors, look, better to marry than to burn with passion. Marry. You want that girl, marry her. But the problem is, do you really know her and does she really know you or are you driven by your drive? Did you get that? Because if you're driven by your drive, once your drive uh, is satisfied, will you st- still be driven to mar- to, to, to be married to her? All right. And there is a distinct difference between being married and having a marriage. And you've got to be ready for a marriage, regardless of whether you're burning with passion, regardless of whether uh, you already had sex and now she's pregnant. So should I marry her or should you marry him because uh, he impregnated me? You've got to be ready, listen, not to be married, but to have a marriage. And until you're ready to have a marriage, I would say personally, uh, that uh, you shouldn't get married. Now, again, there's an old school philosophy. There's a lot of cultures where they got married based on um, not love and passion, but based on arrangement. And they'd be together 30, 40. I know some people who have been arranged marriages and they've been married 30, 40, 50 years. 
and they're doing a whole lot better in their culture with marriage statistics than we are in our culture because we marry just because of love and passion and, and all this other stuff. So who is God calling you to marry, and are you in it for the long haul, and what does it mean? I believe you've got to be prepared for marriage. And 85% of the couples that stay together uh, have had premarital counseling. A lot of the couples that break up is because they haven't had premarital counseling. Let me say that again because I had the statistic wrong. 85% of those that break up never had premarital counseling. That tells you something, doesn't it? They weren't preparing for a marriage. They were just preparing to get married, two different things. All right, let me go to Destiny in Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, Destiny. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm well, Dr. David Anderson. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. You got a comment or question today? Yeah, I just wanted to follow up with the um, caller from before. Um, and it's just this topic about like marriage and divorce is definitely something that I think everyone has grappled with a little bit. Yeah. But I really just wanted to kind of go back to what you were saying about First Corinthians, in Corinthians mm-hmm. where Paul talked about like for the you know, unbelieving wife and the unbelieving husband, like if the um, spouse wanted to go, then they'd let them go and they weren't bound. And so, right. you know, I've heard people talk about like abandonment. Right. And so the the key thing, like when I've read that scripture, I go back to like verse 10 where Paul is like basically to the married, I give this command, but not, right. but not me, right. the Lord. Right. And he basically says like, if you separate the woman remain unmarried or be reconciled and then that the husband that the husband must not divorce but then in verse 12 when he talks about now the rest which is now about the whole abandonment leaving and stuff like that he says you know i'm saying this right not the lord and so i look at it sort of like supreme court paul knew he couldn't say anything or give a commandment to the church that would have superseded what god has said so if jesus on the scene his word was except for the cause of fornication, mm-hmm. if you remarry, then you're committing adultery, then that was the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Paul now saying, you know, if you're leaving, he I don't think he was addressing le- divorcing and remarrying. That's mm-hmm. not what he even talked about. He just said, look, if your spouse isn't a believer and they want to leave you and go, then let them have, you know, have peace in your home. Mm-hmm. God is not saying you got to chase them down. Right. But the law of God still says remain unmarried or be reconciled to your husband. So I want to hear, like, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I'm, I'm with you on it. I'm reading the same passage, and uh, I, I'm not conflicted um, when it says, when he says, I, not the Lord, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's still God's word, and God still, um, you know, confirmed it as his word but Paul was uh like me I guess you know I'm saying like listen this is what I'm saying but you got to go to what the Lord says and I think that's a good distinction and and I I think you're right on Destiny I'm glad that you uh underscored that hey listen I got to run to my break Destiny so I'm gonna let you go but as soon as I get back I'll be right here with you Sebla Dibuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Dibuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is 
an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hey, listeners. Are you wondering how you can stay in touch with TV radio personality Dr. David Anderson? Well, here's a little secret. You can download the Gracism app. The Gracism app allows you to connect with Dr. Anderson's social media pages and sponsors. You can see all of his past interviews and shows. You can purchase any of Dr. Anderson's five books using the Gracism app. There's just one more little secret I forgot to tell you. If you call during the live broadcast Monday through Friday using the Gracism app, you qualify to win one of Dr. Anderson's books. You can find the Gracism app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. This is DJ Dynasty signing off. And remember, G-R-A-C-ism. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. I'm back. And I'm still black. (laughs) It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I'm just glad to share some space with you here. And we still have a good 15 minutes together. So if you want to give me a call, you can. I'm going to give you my number, then I'm going right back to the phone lines. If you're just joining us, we're talking about married again, question mark. Any questions or challenges with uh, multiple marriages, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to uh, Crystal in Columbia, Maryland. Hi, Crystal. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing well with yourself. Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for hanging with me. What are you thinking? So um, I actually had a question um, kind of on the topic, but not really. So I actually got married through the court. Uh um, And I was wondering if that, I I was listening to a lot of your sayings about. Uh Uh-oh, looks like I lost you. Give me a call right back, Crystal, and ask me that question again because it was getting good. You got married through the courts, and then what happened? Uh, So give me a buzz back. Maybe it was a cell phone. Hopefully it wasn't ours. Uh, But please call me back. My number is 888-432-7434. And then uh, I have open lines if uh, you want to give me a call, not just you, uh, Crystal, but uh, if uh, you're thinking about giving me a call, now's the time to do it uh, because uh, you only have a couple minutes left. So get in where you fit in. 
All right, let's go to Juanita in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Juanita. It's Dr. David Anderson. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Okay, I have a situation. Um, this is my second marriage. Okay. Um, I I married him the second time at tw- age of 24. Mm. And I was a babe in Christ. Okay. Um, still learning the voice of the Lord at the time, although I don't know why I was so stupid to do something like I mm. did. But anyway, um, I kind of got involved with a married man who was a pastor. Uh-huh. And I told him, you know, what I felt the lead of the Holy Spirit. And um, he said, of course, and well, it was the Holy Spirit told me that you're supposed to marry me, whatever, whatever, whatever. I left alone. We left alone. But then we ended up getting um, involved. Okay. So he was having an adulterous affair with me. Got it. You're the um, other his, woman. His wife divorced. Yes. Okay. His wife uh, divorced him. And um, a few months later, he married me. Okay. Um, now, ever since we married, I'll be quite honest, I've just felt in my spirit, that's not your husband. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and it's, it's, it's causing me problems. Now, we've been married 22 years. 22? Right. 22. Wow. But it's causing, I, I can't let that go. I, you know, I told my husband how I feel. He says, you know, God has forgiven us. Um, forgive yourself. And mm-hmm. let's, you know, keep working on our marriage. Right. So my question, I guess, is, because <laughs> I'm really at the point of divorce. I, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Um, what, what, what do I do in this situation? Do I, do I it, it, has God forgiven us? I mean, I know God's a physically forgiven God, but because I'm still in the relationship. Yeah. You know, I just, just where mine is at. So if you can, help me out. Well, first of all, have you gone to the previous wife? and apologized and admitted what you've done? I have. Okay. And how did she respond, by the way? She is, she's at a I don't care mode, you know. She right. doesn't want to talk to me, you know. Sure. She doesn't want to accept my apology. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I understand that, you know. Yeah. I, I understand sure. where she is. So sure. I can't be mad at her for that, but I, I did apologize. Yeah, good. Well, he is your husband now. And so what you, in my, in my opinion, you know, uh, kind of like my last caller says, the Lord, or is it you? This is my opinion. You have to take it before God. Uh, but in my opinion, uh, he's your husband now. If you got into it wrong, uh, don't get out of it wrong and make two wrongs a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. And so what I would say is do what you're supposed to do and love him surrender to him and make this work because this is your second marriage too um you know and so both of you guys are in a second marriage uh don't get divorced and then try to go get in a third marriage or something else you got in it wrong but you ask the lord for forgiveness you ask the person for forgiveness whether they did or not is on them and now you got to do what's right make it the best you can make it um so that's that's my two cents on it now, again, it's between you and the Holy Spirit, too, because if you're getting this sense he's not my husband, he's not my husband, well, he is your husband. You know, you didn't get him right, uh, and you got into it wrong. Uh, but you're at least admitting that. You're open to admitting it. You're being honest about it. This is what repentance is. You go before the Lord, and you go before him and her, and you say, I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm not going to do this again, and then make this right. 
And the way to make it right is not by now ending this one and getting into another one. No, make this the best you can. Based on what you've told me, that's what I'm seeing. What do you think? That gives me peace. It does? Okay, good. Because you said you're at the edge of divorce, and I'm like, oh, Lord, no. There are many many reasons to get a divorce, but I don't think this is one of them. Uh, You got in it wrong, but, you know, you're you're in it. You know, my mama or somebody used to always say, maybe your mom said it too, but you made your bed, lie in it. Have you ever heard that? So now that I have, so now that you're lying in it, you might as well get it right, make it comfortable, uh, and you know, unless <laughs> you know, and so. But if he's a good man, uh, you know, uh, the, and it's been 22 years, you know, make it the best you can make it, uh, and I think I think God can still honor it. He can forgive you. He can move on. His grace covers a multitude of sins. That was a bad one. It really was, and you should always be grieved over it. But then don't be shamed over it because you already you already. God already paid for that on the cross. And you did what you were supposed to do to make it right. Now let's love the way God wants you to love. That's what I would do. That's my two cents, okay, Juanita? Thank you. All right. God bless you. Well, we still got a couple minutes left, so let me go to uh, – let me get back to Crystal. I lost her earlier. Hey, Crystal, welcome back. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um I um, was wanting to ask, um, I got married through the courthouse. Right. I didn't have the opportunity to get a pastor to do a counseling and do the whole wedding like I'd like it to be. Right. Um, at the time, I decided to buy a house instead of having a big wedding. Understood. Okay. And um, now I'm wondering, as I'm listening, is is my marriage considered invalid since I didn't do it that way mm-hmm. through God's eyes? Mm. That's a great question. So if I get married by the courts, is it really a marriage? Well, yes, legally it's really a marriage. You've co- consummated it, I, I assuming, through relations. And so, yes, it is still a marriage in God's, in God's eyes. Now, are both of you believers now? We are. Yeah. And so in God's eyes, you're married. Uh, I do believe in sacred marriage and in secular marriage. So if it's, if a marriage is secular, it doesn't mean it's of God. But once you consummate it, it really is of God, and now you got to live under God's lordship. And that sounds to me like what you're doing. So you're okay. Now, if you want to have a spiritual ceremony, do it for your renewal. How long have you guys been married? I, it's been it's about to be 11, and I do want to do that. So at 12, at 12 then – uh, just like a, a kid who's by mitzvah or whatever like that, make 12, when Jesus became an adult, you know, at 12 and everything, in the temple, all this stuff, make 12 the time that you do a renewal for your marriage and do it with a pastor. It's going to be great. What do you think? Oh, I think that's great. I am a member of your church. Oh, so you I are? Probably just oh, yeah. great. Well, come... Come into the lobby and introduce yourself to me. I will put a face to the conversation. Let's get a pastor to marry you. I think it'd be great for a renewal. Hey, listen, I got to run to a break, Crystal. Yeah. Thanks a lot for calling. Listen, I'm coming right back in three minutes. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. 
This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82000. After portrayal of a patient testimonial. A few years ago, I started noticing how quick my legs got tired, sore, and heavy feeling. I'm over 40, so I figured par for the course, right? But then my doctor told me about vein disease. Vein disease is more commonly recognized as those naughty, bulging varicose or spider veins. But you can still have it and not see the obvious signs. In fact, vein disease is typically undiagnosed and can be debilitating if left untreated. So I went to the specialist at Vein Clinics of America for a free evaluation. They've been successfully treating vein disease for over 35 years. One easy test, and they can tell you definitely whether you have it or don't. I did. Treatments were minimally invasive. It was covered by my insurance. And now my ugly varicose and spider veins are gone. Thanks to Vein Clinics of America, my legs feel years younger. And I'm able to wear shorts and skirts again. So call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-303-4141. That's 800-303-4141. 800-303-4141. Karen, you look fantastic. How did you lose all that weight? Did you hire a trainer or do some crazy shake diet? I wish there was something I could do to jumpstart my weight loss and feel better. There is. It's called intermittent fasting. Everyone's talking about it. The health benefits extend way beyond just losing weight. Check out the three-day fast start diet. You get all the benefits of intermittent fasting without fasting. Three days of delicious meals. That's it. It's so easy. I lost five pounds and feel fantastic. Wow, that sounds great. Is it expensive? No, not at all. I actually saved money doing it. To get started, just go to FastStartDiet.com and use the promo code WAVA to get $10 off your first box. And as a special bonus, you'll get a free bottle of Lipo 3, their number one rated appetite suppressant spray. That's a $29 value absolutely free. Just go to FastStartDiet.com now or find them on Amazon. Thanks so much. I'm going to try it. 105.1 FM WAVA. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. About to land this plane, but not yet. Let's go to Catonsville, Maryland and talk to T, who's on the line. Hi, T. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for um, having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, at um, 47, I'll be 48 this year. I've never been married. So my question isn't necessarily about marriage, but I appreciate mm. how you're handling this topic. Mm. And even with the first caller, as you kicked it off, and kind of gave her the biblical basis, but really um, getting down to the nitty-gritty at the end of the call, basically yeah. saying we – you know, God can use our circumstances, whatever they are, mm-hmm. to perfect us. Yeah. So I appreciate <laughs> you taking that approach because uh, it's my opinion, you know, just because someone has been married more than once, right. um, you know, whatever our biblical standing is, 
um, I believe that it's about personal conviction, God's conviction, because yeah. you could take Scripture and you could basically justify or condemn any action or behavior, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You could be in a ma- one single marriage and wreak havoc yeah. in that marriage. You can yeah. be in a marriage for years, ignore your children, not take care of things. So yeah. um, I, I appreciate point. you at the end of that conversation really wrapping a bow around it, basically saying, um, even with the caller admitting that her children saved her life, Mm-hmm. Whereas someone can use a second marriage or a first marriage to perfect yeah. that person. We don't know what that person's journey or story is. So I, I just appreciate yeah. you dealing with this topic with Christianity yeah. and with grace because um, it kind of grieves me. I think we get into whose sin is better or worse, right, right. and it's all sin. And I knew it was the Holy and we Spirit. we all need the blood. <laughs> I knew it was the Holy Spirit, T, when I was about to let that call go, and then I just asked, really quickly about her own personal life and come to find out she has three children and hasn't uh, been married right. and, and, but there was no judgment. Uh, and I don't know if it was one man, two man, three man, but uh, even when you know something is wrong to do and when you do it, if God wasn't a exactly. forgiving God, if he wasn't a forgiving God, we'd all be messed up. So I'm just grateful that because the, the fact of the matter is it was yeah. the religious people who killed Christ. Yeah. It was the, Pharisees and Sadducees who said because he didn't come the way that they expected, yeah. they couldn't receive the gift of Christ. Yeah. So we just need to be careful. I, I always say for myself, six months to make sure I'm in line and six months to ensure that I keep it together. Mm, mm, I'm a mm. job in and of myself. Well, so I really don't have time for all the other dynamics. That's right. Well, <laughs> and I'm not anyone's pastor. Well, so I appreciate you <laughs> handling the topic with grace and love. That's all I wanted to say. Well, I Thanks. appreciate you. God bless you, T, from Catonville, Maryland. What a nice way to encourage my heart as we end the show. And unfortunately, we can't take any more calls as i got to bring the show to a close in prayer. But I just want to thank all of you for being a part I also want to thank those of you who give regularly to the program. And, uh, again, a big shout-out to Daryl Musgrove and Bonita Lucas, some new partners who are giving regularly. And if you want to give, again, all you got to do is go to andersonspeaks.com and uh, hit the Donate button, and you can always give to continue to help us do what we do. So, all right, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, you're so good to us, and I do thank you for how you take care of us. As we uh, go, Lord, would you go with us? And as my listeners are driving or maybe they're sitting at the house somewhere, uh, would you just encourage their hearts today? In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. to love